Welcome to the next episode of Going Postal. Uh, Tim and I are here again with you guys today. We are going to talk about a very hot topic, something everybody we talk to in the federal space and the postal world uh, talk to us about whenever we have phone calls or meetings with them, and that is the TSP. So we'll be right back with you right after this brief introduction. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Going Postal Podcast. I'm Tim Nolan with my business partner, Joe Cuny. Ooh, What's up, everybody? almost a tipsy there. You're giving me trouble about knocking uh, well, that over you know, a couple weeks ago, right? I almost did. I almost did. But hey, <laughs> hey, what's going on? How you doing, bud? Good. How are you today? I'm doing great. Hey, Good. we didn't get the text. You uh, we don't match this week. We don't match this week. So You forgot to call me. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I forgot to call him. I don't need to look like him. Um, but hey, guys, uh, welcome back. We got a great topic we're going to talk to you about today, uh, TSP. Um, every phone call that we get, every appointment that we run, man, it's it's probably top of the list, isn't it, Joe? Well, when you're losing money at the rate people are losing money, I understand why. Yeah. You know, uh, so folks, uh, just to recap, you know, um, you know, we're here to educate you about all of your benefits. You know, we talk about that in every one of our introductions here in the podcast uh, you know, we are an educator uh, to make sure that you understand your benefits prior to retirement. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, one of the biggest services that we offer uh, is helping you fill out that blue book. Right. Uh, we know it's a white book now. We've talked about that. But what do we charge for filling out the blue book, Joe? No cost. And and why do we do that? Because people shouldn't have to pay seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for nine pages of paper to right. be filled out. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Right. And, and, you know, the decisions that you make in that blue book are irreversible when you turn them into shared services, right? right? Yep. Right. And so we want to make sure that you're educated and that all you employees out there that may not be ready for retirement are educated before retirement. Sure. Right. But a lot of the phone calls that we're receiving are people that are getting ready to retire. And the topic we're going to talk about today, the TSP, is probably that biggest breakdown, could be, in the good old LLV, yep. that Cadillac we always refer to, guys. Um, you know, we're not going to tell you exactly how much or what percentages to invest in all the different funds that we'll get into here and let you know those funds. But what we will do is we'll talk to you about the ins and outs of how the TSP works and how it could be a detriment if you leave it in the TSP. Sure. Right. Um, so, you know, let's just kind of jump right in, uh, jump right into this episode. You know, what is the TSP? Thrift savings plan, right? right. Fancy name to me for a 401k. Right. Right. It's essentially what it is. Retirement account guys. Right. And, and we talked about a few episodes back, you know, some folks that we meet with think that this was their only type of retirement that they had, you know, and we obviously told you and we educated you about, you do have a pension as well. TSP and pension. That's right. You have two, you have two, two legs to stand on when you have retirement is you have that pension and you have these retirement funds that you've been hopefully putting money into. And man, if you know somebody in your office that is not contributing to the TSP, just go, I mean, smack them. Right. Why, why do we want them to just go give them a little tap on the face, Joe? Because what? Well, they're throwing money away. They're I mean, throwing it's money. Crazy. Away. You know, they're they're getting f up to a five percent match, guys. Right. You put in five percent, government's going to match five percent. 
right? Uh, and so let's get in to talk about the different components of the TSP. So the TSP uh, over the past few years has added a, a second component to it. So you have the traditional TSP, which is your tax deferred savings. All right. Money comes out of your check pre-tax, gets put into this account based upon the investments and allocations that you want to invest in. And hopefully it grows, but right now we're seeing people with a lot of negatives, right? Sure. Right. Uh, so that money is, is before tax. You, uh, it grows tax-free, but then you're going to get taxed when you pull the money out. Right. Okay. Government match up to 5% uh, goes into that traditional side as well. Right. All right. A few years back, uh, federal government decided to offer a Roth TSP, uh, which is after-tax money. Uh, so the money would go in any contributions you make to your Roth TSP, Joe. They go in after taxes, so it lowers your paycheck. Okay, Your net take-home will be lower. However, that money grows tax-free and comes out tax-free. Okay, But there is one caveat. The government match, where does that go? goes in the traditional side. No matter whether you put it your money in on the Roth side, the government's not going to pay your taxes for you. Right. Right. Don't we wish they would? Right. I mean, come on. So just realize, you know, we talk to a lot of people that say, well, I've put all my money in on the Roth side. You you might have done that, but when the government puts that 5% match in, if you're putting a minimum of 5% in, they'll match that. Uh, then that money is going to be on the traditional side that the government matches. Right, right. So, you know, making sure you understand the tax qualification of your account is important. And we do that. When when we sit down with you one-on-one, which you can request a one-on-one with us at postalbluebookhelp.com or on our Facebook page, like and subscribe this uh, this video. Uh, we'll, we'll sit down with you and go through everything for you. Yeah. Uh, make sure you understand that. And if you call us and we do have a consultation with you and you tell us that you're putting anything less than 5%, Tim might come unglued because (laughs) there is no way that anybody should not be putting at least 5% because the government is going to match. That's right. right? It's free money. Tell me anywhere else that the government is going to give you free money. Right. Now, if your kid said that to you and said that, you know, well, we're going to put fifty dollars in, and and you know that five percent. Let's say they right. equaled fifty, and the government's going to put that in as well. Right. And they said, "No, I'm not doing that. That doesn't make good sense." Would you smack them? <laughs> Absolutely. Real softly, right? Just but a just a just, maybe the back of the hand, right? Just, or the back of the head. What could be? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Right. Well, some days you can't do that anymore. People get upset, but right. you know, again, folks, uh, you know, free money. Uh, let's make sure that we're at least contributing five percent. Right. Um, so let's, Joe. Let's get into the funds. We're not going to deep dive into them. No. Nope. All right. Um, but we do get the questions. You know, hey, I'm in the C fund, or, or here, here's my favorite. Oh, I'm in the G fund. It's the guaranteed fund, brother. This, you know, guys. There's, there's a lot of funds out there, and, and we're going to show them to you. But there's the there's the C, S, and I funds, right? Those are your equity funds. Those are the funds that have a lot of risk. Sure. Right? You like roller coasters, Joe? I do. I know. At, at 46 years old, I do. But probably at 55, <clears throat> I wouldn't like that roller coaster ride. Probably not. Probably right. not. So the C, S, and I <clears throat> and majority of the L funds are going to be that roller coaster ride. Right. And any of you that are in those right now, you're on that roller coaster, right? And it's going down. Correct. I mean, you're going down a big hill. It's probably fun. Right. 
if you're on a real roller coaster. Right. But it's not fun when your money and the account balance is going down, right? Yeah. What was that example, Tim? I forget the lady that you were working with the other day. <laughs> and I mean, she couldn't wait to make sure she secured her money. Oh, did yeah. she lose thirty or forty thousand dollars? In a in a week and a half period, she lost about thirty to forty thousand dollars out of her TSP before she got the rollover check which there's a little tidbit of what we're going to talk about as far as options, but to secure her money, uh, she just wanted to continue to ride that roller coaster. And then it was too late. And that coaster was already on the downhill trend. Um, you know, so then you do have the G fund. The G fund is the, is the bond fund. Um, it's what some people refer to as the guaranteed fund. You know, last year alone, Joe, in 2021, the G fund returned 1.38%. Just killed it. Right? What's inflation at right now? About 9%. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're not hedging inflation, keeping your money in the G fund. No. You know, everybody, again, we reference every one of our episodes. Let's have that crystal ball, right? If we knew and knew how to time the market, we'd put all of our money in CS and I when the time was right. We'd pull it back into G. We'd move it back. All right. Can't do that, guys. And especially, you know, you're at the craps table and you're getting ready to retire. Do you really want to gamble with your retirement savings? Well, let's refer back to 2008. Imagine yeah. if what happened in 2008, let's say you guys have put $500,000 in your TSP yep. uh, over the 30 years and you're getting ready to retire and 2008 happens again and you've yeah. got your money in the CS and I fund mm. and the market goes down 48%. That's a big roller coaster hill. Yeah. And the problem is when you're younger and you're in your 30s or your 40s, you have time on your side. And what I mean by time on your side, you have working time on your side, right. right? Continue to contribute. When you're getting ready to retire 55 and above, I mean, that's what we tell everybody. We do. Can you afford to go down that roller coaster? No. no. Most most people can't. Well, I mean, and if you do, that's, it's, that's craziness. It is. Right? That, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we are seeing more people that we talk to, again, uh, when we talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, again, make that request at postalbluebookhelp.com. Um, we go through the whole gamut, or we at least offer to go through all the topics that we've talked about in our podcasts. But some people want to jump right to the TSP. Sure. Uh, and and for, for good reason, probably, because they don't know what to do with it. All right. And so why don't we get into what the options are uh, with your TSP when you go to retire or if you're 59 and a half or older? You right. know, and you're still going to work till 62. So you can get that, you know, if you've been 20 years or more, you can get that 1.1% that we've referenced in our previous podcasts. But let's talk about uh, what your options are when you do go to retire. Sure. First option, keep it in there. Yeah. Keep it in there. You want to, you want to continue to participate because you're a firm believer that, you know, what the federal government has set you up with on the TSP, you want to ride that roller coaster. Maybe those of us from, from St. Louis, you like the Screaming Eagle or the Ninja and goes upside down, loop-de-loo, corkscrew, all that kind of stuff. Tim doesn't Which, like it. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, you know, give me the give me the mind train at Six Flags and I'm okay. Right. But, uh, you slow know, one. That's right. Yeah. You know, so let's, let's talk about, you know, keep it in there. Fine, you know. Uh, and you touched on it. I mean, we, we hear people all the time, well, I'm going to leave it in there. I got it in the G fund. It's fine. Right. You're well, okay with making 1.3%? Right. And some people right now say, well, yeah, you know, I'm I'm okay right. with that, right? right. Yep. Um, the problem is they get busy with life. They continue working. Sure. And 
they don't know what's going on with their money. Let's be honest. Right. It's just sitting in there and it's not making the amount of money that it should be making. No. And and when times are tough right now, when we're at 9% inflation, getting a 1.3% return over a year, that's not going to help help the, the lifestyle that you want to live in retirement, no, possibly. Absolutely not. Right? Yep. Okay. Second option. Second option. You can cash it out. You can call TSP. You can go online to TSP. We can help you. You can cash it all out. So guess what? You have half a million dollars. You want to cash it out and go bury it in a coffee can in the backyard or stick it in your freezer or under the mattress. You can do that. Yep. But what's the implication? Huge tax implication. Huge. So in that given year that you take that distribution, you could be bumped up to the highest tax bracket right? and pay a boatload of taxes in that next tax year. Sure. Not a very, very wise choice. You know, some people... For very, very few people, it might make sense because they want to pay off their house or they want to go buy and pay cash for their retirement home in Florida or Scottsdale or wherever they decide that they're going to retire, right? Right. But not a very, very wise choice. There are other solutions to provide for an income stream that we'll get into later. What's the third option? Annuitize. Yep, annuitize. So, you know, on your annual statement from your TSP, at least, you know, we haven't seen with this new record keeper that they switched to back on June 1st. Right. We haven't seen what the new annual statements look like, but if it's anything like they were uh, the last previous years uh, on the front of your annual statement, it's going to say, uh, we guarantee we will give you a check for X amount of dollars. Let's say $300 a month for the rest of your life. Right. Right. And by annuitizing it, what that means is that you're giving up the opportunity for future growth. Sure. Because all you're doing is you're giving that money to back to the TSP and the TSP says, great, we're going to make uh, income payments to you for the rest of your life. And and what's TSP doing with that money? Oh, they're, they're making money on your money. A hundred percent. Why wouldn't you want to make money on your money? Correct. When you can really annuitize it outside of the government. Right. And start an income stream. So you're essentially doing the same thing. Right. But you're taking that nest egg that you have. Right. And it's invested, right? It's an, yep. an you know, investment, right? And yep. if it goes up, great. And you're making money. Uh, but you, you're also not losing the power to control that. Correct. By annuitizing within the government, it it is the biggest mistake that you can make. It, Let's it, just be honest. There, there are other ways, as Joe mentioned, to receive a paycheck from your TSP in the outside world, right. right? Outside of the government. Don't give up the opportunity to earn when the market does recover. Cause we all know if history repeats itself, the market is going to recover. Sure. Look, 2008 happened. The market recovered until now this year, 2022, the market's been going down, right? right? So there are ways to, and solutions to allow for market upswing, and take advantage of that. If you do that option of annuitize, you've given up that opportunity. Right. Right. So let's get into that. Fourth option, the one we think is the best for most people. Yep. We roll it over. So roll it over into an IRA. Keep the tax status the same. Sure. Whether it's whether it's uh, tax deferred, traditional, or it's Roth, we keep it in the same tax status. There's no tax consequence for rolling it over into another IRA at one of the institutions that we do business with, right? There's no fees involved in that at all. Uh, There's no charge. There's no advisor fee. There's no, there's no maintenance fee. There's no fee for that. Right. Uh, But that is probably the most uh, popular option right now 
uh, for folks that makes the most sense? And and why do we think that that's probably the best thing for, for folks? Well, I think we think it's the best things for folks that are getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. I, I would never tell a 30 something, even a 40 something that right. I would, I would want to put them, I would want them to stay within the TSP. Right. Uh, I would want them to be aggressive. Sure. CES and I funds, because as you stated, Tim, I mean, you know, the market might go down, you buy shares for lower, the market right. shoots back up yep. and you're still in good shape. Right. right. Uh, even for you and I at 45, 46 years old, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, we wouldn't want to take that money out of the TSP and right. put it somewhere else. Now no. you get 55 to 60, 65 mm-hmm. years old, like we said, time sure. isn't on your side. That's right. right. That's and right. I don't mean lifetime. I mean, sure. you know, your contribution time of working, time. contribution time. Sure. Right. Uh, so making sure you secure that money into a vehicle mm-hmm. that has the potential to grow when the market goes up. That's right. But assuring when the market goes down that you're not going to lose one dime. Right. Is the right thing to do. That, I mean, you know, if I was retiring today and 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 Joe was talking to me as a, and I was a uh, a postal worker or other federal employee and you're telling me that I'd I'd want to mo- know more information. Sure. You know, because We'd all like to time the market. We'd all like to get in when it's low. Everything's on sale, right? Uh, and hopes that it does what it did since 2011, really, and going up till now. Um, but we don't have that crystal ball. Right. Uh, and and being able to, when it does start growing again, taking advantage and earning interest <clears throat> and having that credited to my IRA. Right. Right. Not being taxed on it by taking it as a cash out option right? Not annuitizing it and giving up that option for growth, you know, and not leaving it there and letting the government control it. Right. Right. Uh, because, you know, there had been articles earlier this year in 2022 uh, that Janet Yellen was thinking about freezing the G account so that the government could borrow from the G account, which would deplete people's funds inside that G account. All right. Not a great thing. Have control of it yourself. Right. You know, have control of it yourself to where you can decide when you want to turn on an income stream. Yeah. Right. And know that from day one, when you roll it over into another IRA, you're always going to have whatever that balance is for the rest of your life, if not more. I mean, that's security, right? It's 100% security, Joe. When you've, when you've worked your whole life to build that nest egg and you get to that point in your life where you're like, man, I'm there. I'm over the mountain. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at retirement. Sure. I'm going to enjoy myself. Right to have that life sucked out of you because you've lost half, half of yeah. that nest egg right. it, to me is crazy. It is. It, it is. And there, there are various solutions that we'll talk to you about yeah. when you, when you meet with us. Um, maybe you need it for an income stream, you know, maybe to supplement that pension that you're receiving. And then we talk to folks that don't need it and they want to have it for wealth accumulation and eventually wealth transfer to either their kids grandkids, great grandkids, they are set up otherwise. And they say, you know, all our debts are paid. We're not going to need to dip into this money. That's our hope. Sure. You know, unless something catastrophic happens, you know, uh, uh, some type of illness that really your medical bills are up that, that your health insurance isn't paying for. Um, but you know, maybe they just want to leave money to the, to the kids. And it's about 50, 50 with the people that we deal with. I mean, some people want, 
you know, a revenue stream off of it on a monthly basis, which yep. is great. Yep. And then a lot of people are like between my social security and my pension and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need this money. It's right. It's more for my family whenever I'm gone. Yep. Uh, protecting that money, making sure that it's still there for them. Sure. Just sure. makes a lot of sense. And, and those solutions that we'll talk to you about, you know, they still carry beneficiaries so that if you pass, the money still stays in the family. Let's talk about that real quick. Rolling it out into another IRA, the money stays in the family. If you annuitize it, it still stays in the family, but your family now has lost the opportunity for growing that money as well. Sure. Right? So that obviously if you annuitize it with the TSP, you still have beneficiaries, et cetera, but your family now has lost the opportunity for growth. Yeah. And if you're trying to have wealth transfer and wealth accumulation, it's not going to accumulate. Yeah. They're just going to receive a paycheck for the rest of their life. And Tim and I can talk to you guys. We could probably <laughs> talk about this for another three hours sitting here. Uh, but, you know, if you guys want to understand your personal option more in detail, reach out to us, uh, Postal Blue Book Help, go yeah. to our website, thank, like, subscribe, do all that stuff that we talk about, right? Uh, but what are we going to be talking about just to kind of wrap up here? Because uh, I know we've probably went a little longer than we usually do. But what are we talking about on the next episode? Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to be talking about it's 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 a very hot topic right now. I know we talked with a lot of folks at, at uh, past convention about it a little bit, but it's going to be a hot topic here in the next uh, year to two years uh, is the difference and benefits of having Medicare and your FEB, your federal health benefits, whether that's GHA or that's Blue Cross Blue Shield or whatever. You know, there's a lot of changes going on right now. There's a lot of legislation uh, with the changing of of what postal workers are going to have to take when they retire uh, with Medicare and FEB. We're going to get into detail uh, on that, uh, about your federal health benefits, how they relate. We kind of referenced it in a previous podcast, how it relates to your survivor benefit in your in your pension. Sure. But we're going to also talk about Medicare, guys. We're coming up, Joe and I are coming up on Medicare season here October 14th to December 7th is open enrollment. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about that as well uh, in our next episode of Going Postal Podcast. Yeah. Hey, Joe, great seeing you. It was great. Let's see if we can maybe, well, let's not wear the same shirt next no. time. Maybe, maybe we will, maybe we won't. You never know. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Tim Nolan, Joe Cuny, we're Going Postal Podcast. Uh, we're postalbluebookhelp.com. Check us out, like, and subscribe. See you next, see you next time. time.